0: is your working life a podcast that provides you with tools inspiration and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life i'm caroline dowd higgins i'm a speaker and a career and executive coach and today i welcome carol fishman cohen to the show carol welcome to the show
1: Hi Caroline,
0: nice to be here. Oh, I'm so delighted that you're here. I've been following iRelaunch for years and I'm really delighted to dive into a juicy conversation with your area of expertise, talking about expanding career re-entry programs for professionals who are returning to work after a career break. So Carol, bring us back. How did you start iRelaunch? What's the story behind that?
1: Well, I started by relaunching my own career before uh, starting the company I relaunch, and that was way back in 2001 before anyone was talking about relaunching and there were no programs or academic studies or books or uh, media focus on the topic. So I felt very much alone in the process uh, making my way back in. I had gone on career break back in February of 1990. I was on maternity leave with my first child, and I was working for Drexel Burnham Lambert in their Boston corporate finance group, and Drexel collapsed in February of 1990 while I was on maternity leave. So I didn't have a company to go back to, and I had three more kids in quick succession, so I was uh, on an extended career break, which lasted 11 years. And then in 2001, I returned to Bain Capital in a financial analyst role, in part because there were ex-Drexel people who were working there who remembered me. So that was the beginning, was going through the entire process myself with really no guidance. And subsequent to that, I met Vivian Steer-Raben, Rabin, um, is a mother of five, who took a seven-year career break and was in investment banking and returned to executive search. And we ended up later, I, I left Bain, we um, co-authored a book called Back on the Career Track, which came out in 2007. And we were doing the research for the book in 2004 to 2005. And during that time, when we were not only interviewing people who had made the transition back, but employers and academics and recruiters and work life experts, we started getting asked to speak about our own experiences relaunching and also what we were learning in researching the book. And we started getting asked to help Employers and academic institutions plan career reentry programs, which were starting at that time before the, the recession. Uh, so that was uh, why we created our relaunch was really in response to those unsolicited inbound requests to start working on those uh, programs
0: and you know as a career coach Carol it's music to my ears because as you so eloquently explained life happens and careers are not always linear and sometimes we have to off-ramp and and deal with our life and our wellness and our health and our families I know a lot of uh, women and men who've also taken time to take care of elderly parents and getting back into the workforce can be complicated so you're you're doing such a great thing and so many people People are impacted. Are you dealing with mostly women, or do you see men in this scenario as well?
1: So, you know, originally when we were riding back on the career track, we were very focused on stay-at-home moms. So women who had taken career breaks for child care reasons. But since then, our focus has broadened considerably. And there are men who take career breaks for child care reasons, and women and men, as you mentioned, who take career breaks for elder care or pursuing a personal interest, or a personal health issue, or a whole range of reasons. And so our focus right now is quite broad on men and women who take career breaks for a whole range of reasons.
0: That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And and again, it doesn't surprise me that it has skewed toward women. I think women have uh, often been the the natural caretakers of children and elderly parents for for many cultural reasons. But it's it's lovely to know that you're also embracing men in those scenarios. So I'm sure you've got so many milestone moments that you could talk about with work with the many companies that you've um, brought into iRelaunch. Pick a few and and share some of those magic moments.
1: Right, so um, first, just a clarification, um, women still are the largest subset and women who have taken career breaks for childcare reasons are still the largest subset of this broader category that we call relaunchers. So that, that is still the case, but um, we think going forward, that's going to change. Um, as far as milestones are concerned, there have been a few uh, and some very exciting ones. Probably the most exciting is the emergence of formal mid-career reentry internship programs. Yeah, uh, we work uh, with almost 40 global companies on career reentry programming of all kinds. There are some companies that are hiring relaunchers directly into full-time roles. Um, but more and more we're working with companies to create um, a formal return to work program, usually involving some kind of paid mid-career internship or internship-like experience. Um, Some of them don't want to call the programs an internship because they equate that too much to entry level or university level, Um, but I'm gonna use that word just as an umbrella term as a catch-all phrase for any sort of short-term non-binding work experience. So what we found is that companies, to the extent that they attach risk to hiring people who are coming off of a multi-year career break, the use of the internship or internship-like experience is a way to lower that perceived risk because the company can test out the person and base their hiring decision on an actual work sample instead of a series of interviews. And the company doesn't have to make that hiring decision until the internship period is over. Um, And we can talk later, on about the incredible um, results we're getting from these programs in terms of what percentage of the people going through them convert um, to employees after the program completes. But one important milestone was, you know, it used to be that if someone had a career break on their resume, it would automatically get tossed out by a recruiter. But now with the proliferation of these return to work programs. In order to be eligible to apply for the program, you have to have a career break. So we think that that is such a significant milestone and represents how far we've come um, in in a very short time frame.
0: You wrote the seminal Harvard Business Review article, The 40-Year-Old Intern, and I would encourage all of our global listeners to take a look at that. It it was an incredible piece, and it it still rings true today. Help define, Carol, for this listening audience, who is a relauncher? Because I'm sure many women and and men are listening saying, am I that person? Might these uh, opportunities be appropriate for me?
1: Right. So first of all, that's a it's a Harvard Business Review article. The 40 year old intern, and it's am- amazing to me that I wrote it over five years ago. It came out November of 2012, uh, and it did um, talk about the emergence of at that time of the short term non binding work opportunity as a way to engage with this relauncher population, and it also predicted the proliferation um, of that model going forward. Um, So in terms of who is the relauncher, um, what the big distinction is, it's someone who's taking a a long career break, a multi-year career break. So we'd say from over one to over 20 years. Um, And we're not talking about a maternity or a paternity leave where it's just a few months, but it's a much more significant amount of time. Uh, And then, you know, when people are coming back, we see them coming back either if it turns out, uh, and, and I'm sure you and I could have a long discussion about this piece, if it turns out that they were on the right career path to begin with before their career break, they may return to exactly what they left, but they also might discover that there, you know, there's something about that former career that they were in that's no longer compatible with their life stage, so maybe they return to something related but not exactly the same thing, and then there are those of us who, for whom the career break is really a gift because it is the first time it, we, are, we allow ourselves to step back and reflect on whether we were on the right career path to begin with, and some of us discover that we were not, and then we relaunch our careers in an entirely new direction, but that's what the relauncher, who the relauncher is. And I'm Usually so... Oh, sorry. sorry. You know,
0: forgive me for interrupting. I just wanted to say I'm so grateful for that very intentional definition because the opportunity to change or reinvent as you relaunch your career is critical. I think uh, for so many reasons that you mentioned, it might be a value shift or just a uh, a skill shift or a desire to do something different. And I think this gives people permission to explore things in it in a different and more broader way. And I'm grateful for that.
1: Yes, exactly. And the other piece I wanted to emphasize with this population, and the reason it's of such great interest to employers, is the caliber of the candidates who are in it. So typically, we're talking about people who um, are educated, who have great work experience, uh, they have a more mature perspective um, because they, they tend to be a, a little bit older um, and they have an energy and enthusiasm about returning to work precisely because they've been away from it for a while. And I can tell you firsthand that when I was in year nine of my 11 year career break, I was chomping at the bit. To get back to work. You and are ready. We find that relaunchers who come back to work after these long career breaks are so motivated and excited by the prospect of working that they inject this energy and, uh, and enthusiasm into their working teams. That is really refreshing.
0: That's beautifully put. Carol, you have stewarded and fostered and developed relationships with an extraordinary uh, variety of organizations with whom you work at iRelaunch, including almost 40 blue chip companies. So let's talk, should more companies establish career reentry programs? And if, if any of them are listening today, what's their
1: first step? So a first step would be to take a look at the programs that are out there and some of the parameters and philosophies behind them. So at iRelaunch, uh, we keep a lot of lists. And one of our most popular lists is our list of 70 plus paid corporate re-entry internship programs around the world. So that's a great starting point to see what's out there. And companies will see that these programs are are uh, structured very similarly to an entry-level university internship program that they might be running in the summertime, uh, except the roles are commensurate with someone, you know, for, are appropriate for someone who has mid-career um, level experience, uh, and they, the amount of time ranges from 10 weeks to six months. Uh, they're all paid. Uh, companies. Well, we think that companies that are running uh, their own entry-level university uh, internship programs should be also running their own mid-career re-entry internship programs so they can determine for themselves the best time of year to run it, how long it should be, how many people should be in it, what geographic location should be involved, and what the philosophy is. And I'll just take one minute to discuss that philosophy question because some companies approach these programs with the philosophy that they are providing mid-career professionals with a high-quality professional development experience, and about half of them will get uh, offered positions and the rest will go on to work somewhere else and uh, that's an example of one philosophy another philosophy might be that uh, the the people who are in the internship positions are really in full-time open roles uh, and once they complete the internship piece which let's say it's three months they might end up working on a Friday as an intern and start on Monday as an employee and keep in that same role and they' that philosophy means the company is going for 100% conversion. They want to hire 100% of the people um, who are in it. So we see uh, different philosophies. Um, and I think the first step is for companies to understand what the range of types of programming there is um, and what's involved.
0: And you work with companies to coach them through this process and help them develop relaunch scenarios that are custom for what their needs are, Correct.
1: That's exactly right. So we work with companies individually and we also work with groups of companies. Nice. um, We have um, probably our most, uh, our biggest, highest impact initiative that we have running right now. Is the STEM reentry task force that we run with the Society of Women Engineers. And we now have 20 global companies involved um, that have all piloted and some are now expanding the paid mid-career re-entry internship programs that started with technical professionals in their organizations and are now expanding to other functional areas. And we take the program managers of these companies through a series of Uh, almost a curriculum to um, help them uh, understand the best practices uh, for developing these programs. And so not only do they get our subject matter expertise as they're developing the programs, but they also get the collaboration with the other program managers who are building their programs in the same timeframe. And they benefit from the reach of the Society of Women Engineers and iRelaunch in terms of getting the word out when the programs pilot.
0: That's incredible, so Carol, thank you for bringing me through what the process is for an organization interested in tapping this career reentry talent. What about the talent? All of the women and men listening who are saying okay i'm I'm eager to learn more. what's the first step for them and and how might they begin their relaunch
1: so The first step for any relauncher is really to figure out what you want to do all over again. And this is important, especially if you've taken a long career break, to figure out whether your interests and skills have changed or have not changed while you've been on career break. And the longer you've been out, the more important this is. So uh, I think so many relaunchers want to uh, skip this step uh, because it's hard and it takes some time and requires a lot of reflection and people want to jump immediately to resume preparation and and interview practice. But really that decision of what you want to do all over again is going to drive every other piece of your relaunch.
0: I couldn't agree more. And as a career coach, I am in 100% agreement that that time to really self-reflect and carefully consider what your skills and your values and your strengths are will help you be more successful when you take those steps to relaunch. I agree. So many people just jump to the resume and there's a lot of self-reflection that has to happen first.
1: Exactly. And so for individuals, we have on the iRelaunch.com website, we have free tools and resources and we have pod podcasts and articles and all sorts of content and success stories um, for individuals to reference uh, as they're making their way back to work. We also have some products and services that people pay for. We have a Roadmap product, which is an online multimedia version, actually of our book, of Back on the Career Track. Because Back on the Career Track came out over 10 years ago in 2007. So instead of writing a 10 year anniversary edition for the book, we developed Roadmap instead because it's this living, breathing online product that we can always be updating and adding to. So that's one resource. Also, people benefit significantly from our iRelaunch Return to Work Conferences. And this is, in addition, another way that we engage with employers is we essentially create a marketplace. And we just a week ago um, at Stanford, we had our 22nd iRelaunch Return to Work Conference. We had 400 people there. um, And the companies that are there are there with recruiting goals in mind. And they already know, we call it a judgment-free zone. Everyone in the room knows that everyone's already taken a career break. So you don't have to explain that you've been on career break, that's just a given. Uh, so we have companies like Google and Facebook and Dell and Deloitte and Fidelity, uh, that and General Motors that are all focused on hiring from from this pool. And then on the East Coast, we've been running much longer. At um, out, out of at Columbia University, uh, we'll be having our 23rd iReLaunch Lunch Return to Work Conference in October, and that we have a lot of Wall Street and financial services sponsors there. So that is essentially a marketplace where individual relaunchers not only get a whole day of of learning about career reentry strategy, but they also get this opportunity to have substantive conversations with employers that are interested in hiring them.
0: Carol, tell our listening audience the website address for iRelaunch where they can access all of these incredible resources that you just mentioned.
1: So it's iRelaunch.com, irelaunc com.
0: Wonderful. And that's really the, the mothership of, of all the resources. And I am so delighted to have finally gotten to meet you virtually someday. I hope we can meet in person. I have been following iRelaunch for years. The resources are extraordinary, and I've sent so many clients your way. And as a, a fellow... Uh, person that's impassioned about empowering women throughout their career lives. I'm grateful for all the work that you're doing. Carol, thank you.
1: Caroline, thank you so much for this interview. It's been wonderful to speak with you.
0: If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, and even better, leave us a review and let us know what career development topics you're interested in so we can address them on a future show. You can find me on Twitter at CDowdHiggins or send me a direct email caroline at carolinedowdhiggins.com. And I always want to give a shout out to my colleagues at Your Working Life, Laura Deck, our Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, our Executive Producer, without whom this podcast would not be possible. Thanks for listening. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Take good care.